Well, praise the Lord. This is Pastor Jerry once again coming to you wherever you're at. It's always an honor and a privilege to bring you the Word of God. Man, I love preaching the Word. Praise God. You know what else I love? I love the fact that you're connecting with us, listening in. Praise God. Some of you are, of course, listening by podcast. Many of you, have, praise God, watching videos, whether it be through Vimeo or uh, you know, our website or whether it be Roku, whatever. Either way, we're just so grateful, praise God, that you're connecting with us. I also want to thank you, praise God, for those that are connecting with us, those that are sending us testimonies and uh, maybe even prayer requests. I just appreciate that. It's, uh, it gives us an opportunity to connect our faith with your faith, praise God, uh, for you to get your breakthrough, for you to get your miracle, praise God, whatever it is. So we, uh, we enjoy uh, connecting with you either way, praise God. So anyway, let's dive into the Word today. The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about aiming the mind, you know, get our mind aimed right, praise God. So with that, we're going to go back to Romans 8, praise God. And I don't know if I've ever told you this, but it is my favorite chapter in the whole book, praise God. So anyway, Romans 8, and we're going to go to verse 5 again, just a little bit of review, praise God. And it says this, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, and it was in line with the Spirit, you know, and, uh, you, know, uh, you know, following the Spirit, we could say even another way of saying that, according to the Spirit, in other words, they put their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded or fleshly minded is death. In other words, you get on a roadway of ruin, destruction, death. Are you hearing me today? But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So the road you get on there is a road of life, a road of peace. Amen. Abundant life. That word uh, there is zoe life. Praise God. Absolute life or pure life. Praise God. Without darkness, without the curse, without death. Praise God. And peace, uh, the, the Greek word there, Irene, the Hebrew word shalom, which of course means wholeness or completeness, right? Everything in divine order. It literally means to bring it one, which means to bring everything back to divine order. So when you start talking about, you know, life and peace or a roadway of death, are you hearing me? And all of it's what's based on it or what determines it, and maybe a better way of saying it, is where you set your mind, where you aim your mind. So to set the mind, the word there uh, means to aim the affection of, to aim one's affection or to aim one's attention, all right? It also means to exercise or entertain the mind, which is, which is key here, okay? That's when you start thinking. In fact, today we may kind of go down a road that might bring a little more clarity to that, okay? Exercise, entertain, or to interest the mind, all right? It also uh, uses a word that sometimes is defined as mindful, which is the same Greek word here. So now, uh, like I said, we're just kind of a brief review, but... The point being made here in Romans 8 is where you set your mind determines a direction. Attention determines direction, always. So where you set your mind, you're going to set your mind on earthly things. In fact, uh, Colossians 3 and 2 says this. It says, set your mind on things above and not on things of this earth. You notice it said things. There's things. There's all kinds of things. You can set your mind on heavenly things, or you can set your mind on earthly things. There are things, things, things. I mean, it's plural. I mean, and there is a lot of things that's trying to get your attention. And all we're telling you, praise God, if you entertain or exercise the mind on the things from above, it'll put you on a road of life and peace. You set your mind or entertain your mind or interest your mind 
on things of this earth, it's an inevitable it puts you on a different road, a road that we don't want to be on, a road of death, ruin, and destruction, all right? So again, uh, set in your mind. Another reference we've kind of, you know, used off and on is out of Proverbs 23 and verse 7, and it just says this, that we're, uh, you know, just that uh, talking again about where you put your attention, but it says, as a man thinks, in other words, where he puts his attention determines a result. It says, as a man thinks, so he becomes, or so he exists, it means, praise God. So that's what it's talking about. So if you just set your mind on right things, amen, that's what begins to manifest on our behalf. It's really a simple principle, all right? It's, it's, it's so simple, it, it, it takes a lot of help just to get it complicated. I mean, it's just, it's just so simple, okay? But it can be, in a sense, sometimes a little bit difficult because there is so many other things that try to draw on your attention. And so what we have to do is purpose in our heart every day to set our mind, to aim our mind on right things, praise God. Hallelujah. Today, we're going to jump into the book of Philippians. And uh, I'm going to start in Philippians chapter 2, please. Philippians chapter 2. We might spend most of our time today in Philippians. Uh, we'll see how it goes here. We may jump around a little bit, I guess, but mostly we'll stay in Philippians. Philippians chapter 2. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2, and it just says this, verse 5. Hallelujah. Let this mind be in you, which was also <clears throat> in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you. <coughs> excuse me, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, this word mind is the same Greek word we've been using, okay? The same word talking about aiming the mind. Sometimes some uh, cross or some of your references, some of the other translations might use the word attitude, let this attitude or this mindset, amen, but it's the same Greek word we've been using. I think actually the Greek word is phronio, okay? But it just means to aim the mind, to interest the mind, to exercise the mind, to be mindful, amen, so let this kind of mindset, and we're going to come back to this text before it's over with today, but I just want to use that text, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, the thing to keep in mind is a believer, a child of God, amen, thinks a certain way. That's just how it is. The world thinks a certain way. The church thinks a certain way. Uh, you know, the people of God think a certain way. The world thinks a certain way. That's just the facts, all right? And the key is to be, as a believer, the key as a child of God, as one uh, part of the household of faith, praise God, that we're called to think as He thinks, praise God. Amen. Now, the thing, the thing about a believer, a believer, uh, you know, knows how to believe. At least they should, right? Amen. So believers believe a certain way. You know, we, like concerning faith, we may say, uh, you know, uh, you believe it, you receive it. You don't, you won't. You doubt it, you do without it. I mean, these are just some little cliches that we use sometimes, but all of it's very scriptural, praise God. But a believer believes a certain way, all right? A believer uh, not only thinks a certain way, they believe a certain way. A believer will, will see things differently, amen? They uh, Usually, they're going to be a little bit more um, in tune with the unseen realm. Amen. In fact, the more in tune you are with the unseen realm, the more you're going to see manifestation of the unseen realm on your behalf. Praise God. Uh, you know, the word says we walk by faith, not by sight. We can't be moved by the natural. Praise God. Amen. We got to be moved more by the unseen realm 
And really, so as a believer, as a child of God, we, we believe different, we think different, amen, and we see some things different. Another thing is, as a believer, we act different, amen. At least we should, right? We act different, and we react different, praise God. Well, you know, we purpose to, to live right, to live above and beyond, to live clean. That's how it, how it is, you know, that's how we, at least how we should uh, purpose to be, praise God. We, we purpose to think different. We purpose to believe different. We purpose to see things different. We purpose to, to act or to react. That's a key word for me. I always like to talk about reactions because sometimes, you know, your initial action might be right. You purpose, I'm going to serve God, but then all the pressure hits, and it's the reaction that we got we to gotta kind of uh, be a little more concerned about. Those reactions sometimes can hang you up. So, so as a child of God, we even react different than the world uh, reacts. Amen. Also, as a child of God, praise God, we, um, we stand different. That was another one I kind of wrote down in my notes. Uh, you know, we stand. We're not wavering. We're not up and down. We're not in and out. We, we're more stable, praise God. At least we should be. So a child of God should be, you know, one that stands. Having done all to stand, just stand, therefore, praise God. Amen. We don't, we're not up. We're not down. We're not in and out. We're just, we kind of stay with it, stick with it, keep going. Amen. In the area of believing, in the area of resisting, praise God. That's how we do this, praise the Lord. Another one that I want to bring up is uh, as a child of God, as a believer, we also talk different, praise God. Amen. Uh, you know, we, we should be speaking life and not death. Amen. We should, uh, you know, be talking the blessing and not curse, you know. You see what I'm saying? I mean, we talk higher things and not lower things. Now, all of this are just ways that as a child of God, as a believer, this is how, how we are. We're just, we think different, we believe different, we, we talk different, we see things different, amen, act and react different, praise God, we stand different. All of these, amen, is, is what we do as a child of God that's always going to be different than how the world does things. Now, I said all that, I just kind of plugged all that in there for this reason. All of it's contingent on how you think. Amen. So if you're going to set your mind on things of this earth, then your reactions, your words, your how you stand and how you press through and, and how you believe and all those kind of things are going to be tainted or be affected, are you hearing me now, by what you've set your mind on. It puts you on a different road. Now, if you set your mind on things above, praise God, your believing's going to probably be uh, more right. Come on, more accurate. And the more you do it, the more accurate it gets. Praise God. Your words going to be on, uh, you know, on heavenly things, talking right things. Amen. Your, uh, you know, the way you act and react are probably going to be a little bit more in line with the Word of God. That's just how it is. Praise God. Now we're not condemning anybody for anything that maybe isn't in line. We're just saying this: that the more you set your mind on things above the more apt you are to live this thing like we're supposed to, praise God. Amen. So again, it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You know, one of the references, I probably don't have time to turn there, but out of Ephesians 4, and I believe it's like verses 17 and 18, it talks about uh, how you, where you set your mind in a way. It talks about, you know, if your mind, if your mind's always on dark things, it's always, you know, uh, in, in uh, you know, it's not, uh, are locked on to depravity and things that are uh, outside the things of God. It talks about that you're gonna, you're not gonna experience the life of God. 
says you're actually going to be alienated. That's the word that I believe it uses there in the New King James. You're going to be alienated from the life of God, and which just means a non-participant. All right? Now, the reason I just kind of toss that in there, and, and the reason I didn't necessarily turn to it, because I get real preachy, I could start going down that uh, text. But the bottom line is this. It determines what you set your mind on. If you want to experience and be a participant of the life of God in, 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 as a child of God, now come on now, it's going to be contingent on where you set your mind. All right? If you're not going to set your mind, on, you know, you just want to think like the world does out there, and your mind is only set on natural things. You're going to be you're going to be alienated from the life of God, that Zoe life, that absolute life of God that we're called to. Praise God. Now the point I'm just getting it's just another way of saying this. All right, get on the right road, aim your aim your mind right. Amen. Put your mind on things above. Amen. As it says there in Philippians two, Amen. We're, we're to have the same mind that He has. Praise God. Now, I'm going to come back to this text in chapter 2, but I want to go to chapter 4 in Philippians. Chapter 4, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let some of this stuff kind of build, praise God. We, like I said, review a few things here, but uh, kind of marinating some of this, uh, just trying to get this thing alive in us. I want to go uh, chapter 4 of Philippians. And verse 8, okay, kind of a common text when you talk about, you know, setting your mind on things. Um, you know, my, my, my heart today is to talk about, you know, about how a believer should think, okay? Uh, you know, if you're a believer, you know, like I said, we, we believe different, we, we see things different, we act different, we talk different. I mean, that's the way it should be, but it always starts with how you think. So as a believer, we should think different than the world thinks, all right? We think like he thinks. We take on his thoughts, praise God, as our thoughts, praise the Lord, and as we meditate on that, praise God, it puts us on the right road, amen, which then determines, uh, you know, our life. If it's based on natural things, then we live according to the, uh, the natural, according to the flesh. If we set our mind on higher things, then we live according to the Spirit, praise God. That's just plain and simple, praise God. Now, Verse 8 of chapter 4 says this, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue or if uh, there is anything praiseworthy, it says here, meditate on these things. Same word there, meditate on these things. Set your mind on these things, praise God. And then it goes on to talk about and the, and the peace of God's going to be there, praise God. In fact, this whole text, if you go back and read more of it, amen, it talks about, you know, about the peace of God uh, being there, a peace that surpasses all understanding, that guards your heart and your mind, amen. So the idea is uh, being made here and made clear here that if you set your mind on the higher things, praise God, then the, the, the peace of God is, is uh, you know, going to manifest on your behalf. And then uh, just, again, another reference Showing you the same thing we read there in Romans 8, praise God, that it gets you on the road of life and peace, praise God. Anyway, uh, verse 8, it says, whatever things are true. It says, whatever things are true. So what I thought I might do for just this verse here is maybe just take some of these words here and uh, di define them, dissect them a little bit, and uh, just kind of, you know, get it settled, amen, that these are the kind of things we need to be setting our mind on, amen? Now, I'm going to say this. 
I probably every week have said this, and I'm, I'm going to do it again uh, in case you're here listening and maybe you didn't hear the, the other messages. Uh, we're not denying the existence of all the earthly things going on. We're not denying the existence of some of the negative things that are happening out there. We're not denying the existence of the fact that you have a life to live, a family to raise, a job to keep. We understand all this. We're not coming against any of that, and we're not by any means telling you that all that doesn't exist, or let's just ignore all that. We're telling you that in the midst of the life that we're living, okay, raising your families, working a job, come on, somebody, you know, bringing home the bacon, come on, and paying the bills, and, and putting your kids in school, putting food on the table. Uh, we understand bills being paid. Uh, you know, you got your life, uh, you know, that you, you, you walk out, your, uh, you know, things that are going on at home, things going on uh, in your church, and hopefully you're plugged into a church. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on now. Amen. So, amen, all this, we're not denying the existence of all that. All we're telling you, that if you will learn to set your mind on things above, God can help you navigate through all of it. Amen. In fact, I think that was a word I used a couple weeks back, that God will put you on that road of life and peace and help you navigate through everything that's going on, praise God. Hallelujah. And this is how it's supposed to work as a believer. But in order for all this to work right, you've got to first and foremost purpose to set your mind on things above. And that's what he's talking about here in verse 8. He says those things that are true, all right? What does that mean? Well, the word true here means true or truth, but it's referring to that which is not concealed or hidden or disguised. It talks about that which is authentic or real, all right? So it's talking about uh, truth and, uh, and not so much about facts, okay? Um, so sometimes you got to kind of you got to kind of see the difference. There's a lot of things going on that might be a fact. That's happening. That's a fact that that's happening. But truth, Amen, Hallelujah, says that you can overcome it. Truth says that you're not a part of that. Truth says you're above that. Truth says you can overcome. Truth says you can conquer. Truth says, are you are you getting this? See, we want to connect to true that which is true or truth. Praise God, Amen. So that which is real. A lot of stuff going on, but I have found, amen, as a believer, been doing this for 30 plus years. Uh, one thing I found out that there's a lot of stuff out there that might be facts, but the truth of God's word, the truth and his principles and, and, and the things that he's designed for us to walk and live are even more true than all that stuff out there. Amen. That I can live, praise God, according to these principles. Amen. Hallelujah. And when I do that, praise God, I guarantee you, it doesn't matter how many things out there, it's all subject to change. It can all be uh, adjusted, moved, removed, whatever it takes, praise God. But His ways, His truths will always prevail if you set your mind on them, praise God. Amen. And just, you know, it says in general, things that are, uh, you know, that are real in the sense of they're not uh, hidden or concealed uh, they're authentic, amen? You think about that, man, there's just, you know, we can kind of go down that road and hang out there all day long. In fact, you know, that's kind of that uh, same word used when it talks about in Ephesians 6 about put on the belt of truth. It's talking about that. Put on that which is 
true and authentic and real. Amen. Trying to, you know, tell you to, to be real. Amen. You hook up with what is real, and then you walk that out and be real. Pre, uh, be authentic, praise God. Nothing hidden. No hidden agenda, all that kind of stuff. Now, I know that's kind of a different, you know, rabbit trail there, but the bottom line is, amen, this is what this word true is referring to, all right, is just hook up to that which is authentic and real, amen? And you don't get any more real, amen, than your heavenly Father. You don't get any more real than His Word. You don't get any more real, come on now, than His principles and His ways, amen? You don't get any more real than the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, praise God, that's where we set our mind, amen? So we set our mind, it says here, on things that are true. The next one, it says things that are noble. At least this is the New King James. I'm just going to kind of give you the New King James order here. Uh, the word noble means honest or honorable, uh, venerable, which means uh, worthy of respect, okay? Uh, honorable, and that literally, when you stop and think about that, so you, you set your mind on things that are honorable and not dishonorable, okay? Because there's a lot of dishonorable stuff out there. And you know as well as I do, especially when you, you know, you, you're a, a person that, that believes in that which is honorable, praise God. Now, come on now. And I mean, like I said, there's another one of them things you can go down that road. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there that's dishonorable, all right? And if you don't watch it, you set your mind on that, it ain't long, and pretty soon you're, you're not thinking good thoughts. I mean, you, you might be mad as a hornet. I'm telling you, man, you get all fired up about something. So that's why you got a purpose, even though there's a lot of dishonorable stuff going on, amen, and we're not denying its existence. We're just telling you, keep your mind set on that which is honorable, praise God, on that which is true, on that which is honor, or noble, I mean. And then it says that which is just is, is my next one here, which just means uh, that which is right or righteous, uh, right by Him. That word just, justified, justification, righteous, righteousness, uh, all of that comes from the same word. It's the same Greek word. So we're talking about that which is in right standing with Him, all right? Rightness, equitable, uh, also means uh, impartial or fair-minded, so in other words, not something that's selfish, come on now, or bias, amen. We're talking about that uh, which is right before God, amen. It's just, it's right, amen. Praise God. So, amen. So that which is true, that which is noble, that was just. The next one, praise God, that which is pure, which just means clean or proper, speaks of that which is wholesome, simple, even uh, uses words like innocent. So in other words, not naive. We're talking about innocence, but not being naive. Okay, i got to kind of toss that as a pastor. you got to kind of throw that stuff out there, you know. Amen. So we're talking about being uh, that which is innocent. Amen. We also talk about even since and we saw uh, the word proper would refer to stuff like relevant or um, not. We're not referring to something that's uncalled, uncalled for, but something more relevant. It's, it's, it's pure. Okay, it's clean. It's innocent, it's simple, it's wholesome, amen? And there's a lot of stuff out there that is not that, believe me. And you don't have to even look around very far to find something that's opposite of that, amen? And I get it. That's why it's so key. That's why the Scriptures are so, really so straightforward, maybe is the word I, I'm looking for here, when it says, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Because it's stuff out there that gets you, you know, thinking stuff. And pretty soon we're, 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 we're upset, we're fearful, we're mad, we're sad, we're 
depressed. We're, I mean, all kinds of uh, emotional roller coaster ride that you kind of get on uh, if you put your mind on the wrong things. So set your mind on that, which is true, noble, just, pure. Uh, what's the next one here? The next one for me is the word, it says lovely, which just means friendly towards. That word does. Uh, means kind or gracious. Even uses words like compassion, mercy, forgiveness, okay? It's talking about when you kind of dive into it, it's talking about that which is bringing peace and not strife. So it's, it's like that which, it's opposite of strife, contention, dissension. That's kind of what this word here, uh, as you kind of dive into it in the Greek there. So it's talking about, praise God, that which is gracious, okay? Merciful, forgiving, compassionate towards something, friendly towards something, okay? So when you start thinking about that, there's a lot of good stuff going on, and that's what you got to set your mind on. You know, I love hearing your testimonies. I love hearing the, the, the things that God's done uh, through people, okay? Maybe I'll just kind of say it like that. You know, how God has used people to benefit the lives of other people, how they've used, uh, God has allowed uh, or worked through the lives of individuals to affect the lives of others. There's so many cool things that go on, and those are the kind of things you want to set your mind on because it's encouraging. It, it, it shows you how, how good people can be when they're in God. Amen. Uh, you know, there's a lot of bad things going on where a lot of people are using their life to be, uh, you know, uh, to affect others in a negative way. It's going on. It's everywhere right now, especially in the hour that we're in and the day that we're in. There's so much of that mess going on. And man, you get on your, you get your mind on that, and pretty soon, you know, it, again, there's that emotional roller coaster ride of anger, and man, you want to, you want to go make something right, and pretty soon you find yourself, you know, maybe almost going down the wrong road, you know, thinking that, you know, you know, whatever, I'm just saying, you know, so at least for me, that's what it does for me, so I have to always keep my mind set on the good things that people are doing, amen, that are affecting the lives of others in a positive way. That's kind of what some of this is referring to. Uh, that which is of good report, that's the next word here. And that just means reputable, okay, of good repute, okay, uh, admirable, all right, is another word for that. Uh, it means good in others or the best. In other words, so again, it's kind of similar to what we're talking about, but now it's kind of more about just believing the best in others. That's kind of what this is bringing out, okay, because, you know, I don't care who you are, um, we, we all got, uh, you know, we all got uh, good things going on, and we all maybe have uh, once in a while a moment uh, that wasn't so good, and you just have to understand that not everybody 100% of the time is, is always uh, choosing life. It's just the fact. And so once in a while, somebody might, uh, might go down uh, a road they got no business being on, maybe, and then they repent and make a turn and shift, get back on the right road. But the point I'm trying to make is, uh, it's better for you to keep your mind thinking, amen, the best of people, praise God, instead of, of getting locked on to the negatives. And there's a lot of negatives. Believe me, I'm not denying it. It's out there, amen. And I'm not even telling you, you know, the, you know, to get suckered in and get naive about things. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about, though, you purpose in your heart to set your mind on the right things, Amen. And if you can't think of anything good about that individual, then just maybe stop thinking about that individual for a little bit and get your mind on something else, praise God. But the point is, praise God, these are things that help you, that if you get your mind set on these things, 
It's set on the right things, amen, the higher things, amen, which puts you on the right road, amen. Remember, attention determines direction, amen. All right, so when you get your mind on the right things and God's involved, you help you navigate through all the junk, praise God, amen. So that's another thing, praise God. So, uh, so that which is true, noble, just, pure, lovely, that which is of good report. Here's the next one in, in the New King James. It says virtue, okay, which this word means valor, which refers to like something brave or gallant, okay. Uh, that also uses words like excellence or one that excels. And here's another word it means worthiness, which means um, uh, it means give not what's owed, all right. Worthiness, that's kind of what that word means, to give not what's owed. Um, so, Again, it's, it's talking about doing what's right. Even when everything around you seems to be doing wrong, you still choose the higher road. So you set your mind on doing right. You know, I think about uh, some of these men and women who have served our country uh, in the military, who have poured their life and guts into protecting other lives. And they have many times have done, you know, very brave and gallant uh, uh, feats. Amen. This is what it's talking about. You can... Man, you can be, even though they risk their lives, amen, but you can look and say, man, now there's somebody that's, that's gallant. There's somebody, as that word here, virtuous, praise God. That's what that word's talking about. That individual, praise God, was willing to lay down their life for another. A lot of Christians, amen, that willing to lay down their life for another. A lot of, uh, you know, parents or, or maybe people in the fivefold ministry or stuff, and, or just any Christian out there that's willing, praise God, to in a sense, lay down their life for, the, for another, for the cause uh, of another or some uh, good cause, amen. What that's talking about, that's what that word is. That's talking about valiant, being valiant, virtuous, praise God, worthiness, amen, or excellence of, of, uh, to be or to excel, amen. All that kind of fits in there, praise God. And there's a lot of good stuff going on. A lot of good people out there. A lot of good things have happened, amen. And I know, praise God, sometimes out there, uh, you know, you for the most part, you got media out there, all they want to find is the junk, or all they're trying to do is stir the pot. And, and I get it. A lot, they, just, they just do it. That's what they want to do. And they want to get everybody to start thinking down that road. Amen. And you might think I'm on my soapbox right now, but I'm just telling you, all it is, I'm just telling you, there's a lot of people out there that want you to think about the junk, but there's a lot of good going on. And there's a lot of folks out there trying to let it be known, the good that's going on, praise God. And people who have laid down their life uh, for another, praise God, have, have purposed in their life, praise God, to affect others in a good way. And there are things out there to put your mind on and give God praise for uh, what's going on there and what's happening in, in the life of, of other individuals like that, praise God. The next word, praiseworthy, which means commendable, laudable, or it means to give merit or complimentary, and it just means to bring praise or to give praise and not to curse, okay, in the sense of, you know, speak evil of, okay? And again, a lot of these, of course, kind of all run down the same vein, the same road here, but the idea is that there are things out there like this that you can set your mind on, amen, that causes you to give God praise, to give God honor, to give God thanks, praise God, and the idea is to get your mind on the right things. You get your mind on the right things, attention determines direction, praise God. Now, as I said earlier, part of 
the definition of this word, you know, the, the mind or to set the mind, amen, to, it means to entertain the mind, to interest the mind, to exercise the mind towards something. And what it's talking about in this text then, again, it's giving you what you should entertain your mind with. A lot of stuff happening, but this is what you entertain your mind with. That which is what? True and noble and just and pure and lovely. And that which is of good report, any virtue, anything praiseworthy. Those are the things you set your mind on. You aim your mind at that. You exercise, you entertain, you interest your mind on those things. I'm just something that just kind of hits me right now as I'm talking to you, okay? You can literally get your mind so set on these things that you get addicted to it. Now, you hear me? I'm talking about it in a good sense. Now, I can tell you from experience just pastoring church, I can tell you, amen, that, uh, you know, I've, over the years I've helped people, uh, whether we're talking about those within the prison system or those that have rehabs and those that have, uh, you know, come out of a uh, dark past, a dark background. We see all kinds of folks that have had, been addicted to things, okay, whether we're talking about drugs or alcohol or, uh, you know, pornography or, uh, you know, sexual misconduct. And, uh, we, I mean, we can go down the line, uh, you know, uh, murmuring, griping, uh, you know, lying and manipulating, and, and we can go on down the line, all that kind of stuff. But do you know that putting your mind on negative junk can be addictive? Some people get so addictive on hearing the garbage, hearing the junk, and don't even realize it puts them on a road they got no business being on. So what I'm talking to you about is set your mind so much on the things of God, it's like breathing pure oxygen, praise God. You can get yourself high on God, high on the things of God. Amen. If you will just keep setting your mind on the right things, it will put you on the right road, praise God, of life and peace, praise God. And that's what, it, what's, what it's about, praise God. Now, this is what I want to say before I shift into the next verse here that a, a, a child of God, a believer, amen, that's thinking right, amen, is always thinking up, all right? That's what this verse says to me, amen. You're always thinking on things above, thinking up, not thinking down, we're thinking up. So a believer, amen, that's thinking right, amen, is going to always be thinking up, praise God, and not down, amen. Now, another thing we're going to find out is that a believer, amen, if they're thinking right, are also going to be thinking forward, not reverse, all right? Let's look at that in, in Philippians 3. Philippians 3, just back up here a chapter or, uh, you know, maybe a half a page for, for me anyway. It's just, you know, half a page here. But uh, chapter 3 of Philippians in verse 12, not that I have already attained, or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal or the mark for the prize, come on now, of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And of course, there's a lot more even said here. 
And it talks about having that same mind, okay, it goes on. I mean, a mind that thinks this way, amen. In fact, a mature mind is going to think this way. So not only thinking up, amen, but we're thinking forward, moving forward, amen. That's what we do. So now in order for that to happen, praise God, amen, you got to have right thoughts about, about this. you got to set your mind on these kind of things, praise God. In fact, it starts with you receiving the right thoughts, amen. Thoughts that maybe put you, uh, you know, get you to think forward. And I'm talking about right thoughts about forward moving. And get this, uh, um, hear this, and also right thoughts about, about what's behind. Okay, this text tells you that, right? You know, you're, you're to put that stuff behind you. Amen. What's it say there? Forgetting those things which are behind, and you reach forward to those things which are ahead. Now that verse uh, 13 there uh, makes it real clear. Paul said, I've apprehended, but one thing I do. Now, the word I do here is italicized. I can't ever read that without telling people that, okay? So he's talking about there's one thing I got down. So they tried to make that a little clear, but really, in all honesty, well, all Paul's saying is, listen, I don't have everything down. I don't have everything figured out. I haven't necessarily done everything right, but there's one thing I got down, and I know how to, I know how to press forward, but in order for that to happen, I, I have to let go of the things behind me. So I know how to let go of that stuff behind me. Amen. So if I'm going to move forward, I've got to take the right thoughts about even that which is behind me. And that is forgetting those things and pressing forward. You're a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. So you've got to have the right thoughts about the stuff behind you. Amen. And what's ahead, praise God. But any child of God that's going to set their mind right and think right, praise God, has got to have a forward thinking. Amen. Not just upward, but also forward thinking. Amen. We move forward. But in order to move forward, you're going to have to let go of things behind you. Chapter 1 of Philippians, in verse 6, just says this, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. The bottom line is, you can be confident that what God started, he'll finish. But you have to keep your mind on things above. Keep your mind, amen, not only upward thinking, but forward thinking, praise God. Otherwise, what happened, your past will hang you up. I've seen a lot of Christians over the years that got hung up because of a mistake made or something that didn't quite go right. Maybe they prayed something and didn't quite manifest like they thought it should. Whatever, all kinds of stuff back there. Uh, Or they're bringing uh, baggage in from different relationships or different uh, things that have happened over the years. You know, they, the point is, is there's so much stuff back there that people have a tendency to get hung up because they're thinking more about the past than they are about what's ahead, praise God. In fact, Jeremiah in 29 says, These are the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you, here we go, a future and a hope. In other words, God wants you to think forward too. Amen. Not just higher, but also forward, praise God. Amen. And these are just, as a believer, if we're going to be thinking right, as a child of God, and going to be thinking right, we're going to think the higher thoughts, amen, things above. We're going to also think about moving forward, taking ground, amen, fulfilling what we're called to fulfill, keep moving forward, amen, even though there might be some things behind us, we're not a we might have question marks. We may have things we're not totally sure about. But I have found that if you keep moving forward, God helps you answer all them kind of questions. 
But I've found, and if you're just going to sit back and waller in the mud uh, from things of yesteryear and yesterday, I found you never get uh, the, the answers. You never get uh, the steps forward. You never get to where you got to get to. Come on now. It hinders where you're headed, praise God. So you got to always purpose to move forward, but you're going to have to set your mind on things that are forward, praise God. Amen, praise God. So we talked about you got to have uh, uh, think higher thoughts, amen, the thoughts above and not beneath. you got to think thoughts forward and not behind, amen. you got to let go of that stuff behind you, amen, and press and reach for those things ahead, praise God. I hope you're hearing this, praise God. Let's back up now to chapter 2 where we started with this uh, uh, in Philippians here today. Philippians 2, please. And let's look at this in verse, uh, well, I put in my notes verse 1 here. We'll start there. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, and that just means encouragement in Christ, uh, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind or humility, here's that that's referring to, let each esteem others, here we go now, let each esteem others better than himself. Look at that here, being like-minded, amen, having the same love, being of one accord, one mind, amen, no selfish ambition, lowliness of mind esteeming others, amen, better, better than himself, praise God. Let each, verse 4, let each of you look out not only for his own interest. So he's not, he's not telling you to not ever think about your own interests, amen. He's telling you, listen, put the interests of others above you, amen. But you also look out for the interests of others, amen. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, verse 5. Verse 6 says, who being, in other words, talking about Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance, here we go, as a man, he humbled himself, look at this, and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Now, I read all that for this reason, okay? And this is what it's talking about here in this text. You know, let this mind have, be thinking like this. So if we're thinking uh, we're, we're, we're going to be a believer or a child of God, amen, a covenant child, amen, thinking right, we're going to think thoughts above and not beneath. We're going to think thoughts forward and not behind. We're not going to worry about all that mess behind us, praise God. And in this text, I, wanna, I want you to hear this. We're thinking outward and not just inward, okay? And now I hope you're hearing this because that's part of it too, right? I mean, we're thinking about others, amen. We've got our attention out there also looking at uh, the needs of others, thinking about others, praise God. And I kind of touched on that a little bit earlier when we were in uh, chapter four there, but the bottom line is that way we're thinking about, and we're thinking about others, amen, not just about ourselves, praise God. And that's pretty key, all right? That's one of those things, as you start setting your mind on things, you know, you're looking out for the needs of others, thinking about others. It's amazing how God begins to navigate you through things and how God shows himself strong for people that think beyond themselves, praise God. I think any child of God worth their salt 
amen, is going to think outward and not just inward, praise God. Now, praise God for all that God's doing for us personally. Praise God for the blessing. Praise God for the breakthroughs, the miracles, the things that God has done to show Himself strong in our lives. Praise God for all of that, praise God. And God will continue to do that. So we're not taken away from any of that. We're just saying, learning how to, we're purposing to set our minds, learning how to set our minds, not only on higher things, not only on forward things, but on outward things, thinking about others, praise God, hallelujah, and not just ourselves. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that we think less of ourselves? No, it just means you think of yourself less, amen. You think more about those around you. I have found that if you look out for the needs of others, God is always looking out for your needs. God will always put people around you that all they can think about is looking out for your needs, praise God. Amen. So I don't have to sit here and worry about my own needs. Amen. I got a God, a big God, a good God that's always looking out for my needs, praise God. And if I set my attention on not only higher things, not only forward thinking, but also looking outward at others, praise God, thinking about others, praise the Lord. Amen. God has always got my back, praise God. Philippians 1 again in verse 25 says this, And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you, uh, continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith, praise God. And all that's referring to, praise God, is he's thinking about others. And as I think about others, God has got my back. Another reference I like is 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 24. You can write that down. It says, let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being, praise God. In other words, amen, don't, don't worry so much about you. Be more concerned about those around you being a blessing, amen, putting your attention on being a, a, an asset and a blessing to others. And when you do that, God has always got your back, praise God. Now, again, a little bit different way of looking at all this today, but it's all referring to setting your mind on right things. Amen. Set your mind on things above. Amen. Set your mind on, on, on those right things. Amen. Set your mind on forward thinking, praise God. Amen. That's, that's how you get places in God. Is, that's how you get uh, the giftings and the callings and, and all the things that God is, is trying to do in your life and through your life. If you don't have forward thinking, you're probably going to be stuck back here in the mud, praise God. Come on now. Uh, you can't be back here. You got to be moving forward, praise God. And if you're thinking outward, you're thinking uh, about the needs of others, amen, helping others, uh, being a difference maker in the lives of others, being an influence in a positive way to others, praise God. God has always got you on his mind, amen. And I guarantee you, as you help meet the needs of others, God is always quick to help meet your needs, praise God. But again, it's about setting your mind on right things, praise God, amen. Hallelujah. I, uh, uh, years ago, um, you know, maybe a kind of a little quick phrase, but uh, to me, you know, I always look at us being world changers and, it, it, you know, to be a difference maker, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, just everywhere you go, you know, you, you're an atmosphere adjuster, you know, you're a, a you know, suburb swear. I mean, I, all kinds of little cliches, you know, but, but one of the things that I always, I don't remember, remember where I heard it, if I've read it or if it's just something the Lord said to me, but he said the road, uh, you know, the roadway 
uh, world changers, there's never a waiting line. Okay, because most people are more concerned about themselves than they are others. And you get on that road, you get your mind thinking about others and, and being a difference maker in the lives of others, you know, affecting and impacting your generation, praise God. I have found you get on that road, praise God, it, there ain't no waiting line. You're not sitting there waiting. I mean, it just keeps on going because I'm telling you, God will always make sure, praise God, that you can move forward with that, praise God. So again today, what we talked about, amen, amen, setting your mind on things above, amen, setting your mind on things uh, as far as forward thinking, amen, and set your mind outward as far as concern for others, praise God. If you'll do those kind of things, I guarantee you, you will always stay on the road of life and peace, and that's what you're called to, praise God, in Jesus' name. You hope you got something today. Father, I give you praise and glory once again for these word, or for these principles. Thank you, Lord, for the word of God. Thank you for a people that had an ear to hear it, a heart to receive it, and that the eyes of their understanding were enlightened. And for that, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen, and I call you blessed. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to watch the video of this message, head over to vimeo.com forward slash victory or go to Jerry Roberts Ministry on Roku. For more information about who we are and what we do here at Order Victory, check out the website at wovictory.org. That's wovictory.org. See you there.